Hey everyone, welcome to Pink Shade with Erin Martin. I'm so excited because my one of my new favorite shows is Marrying Millions, and one of the amazing castmates of Marrying Millions is here with us today, Katie Hamilton, who is dating Colton on the show. Katie, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I was excited that you reached out to me, especially because <laughs> I talk so much trash in my recap about marrying millions which is my which is kind of what i do it's kind of my brand kind of my gig yeah that's why they that's why they pay me the little bucks and you reached out on instagram and you're like you know what i never have worn a wig but thanks for the idea and i was like okay she's either um give it throwing like amazing shade at me or she's a really good sport and i think you were doing a little of both so i totally appreciate you rolling with just the craziness that is reality TV and those of us who comment about it. And then even being willing to just come on and talk about it. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah, you know, maybe a little bit of both, but, but really not, but, but really not shade. Let me just tell you that I actually thought it was a trip that you brought that up because I swear to you, like on my life, the last uh, the last interview that we did, actually, we actually the one before last, I told my producer, I said, I really feel like I have a genius idea. I said, I, I said, you know, I got torrentially downpour rained on um, <laughs> before we did like what is what has basically become 90% of my interview look um, on the show. And you can see like my hair, if you if you look like there's most of the time it looks like crap and then and then it looks okay for a second and then it looks like crap you know what I mean so that so I had been rained on and I was like Jason I am just I said you know how many times I've had to do my hair I said then I got windblown I've been rained on you know and I said this is like there's no margin for error when you're doing an interview look and you're in it especially if you have a green screen behind you because you can't have flyaways this and that blah 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 I said I I said, if I do another show, I said, I'm going to get like the most bomb ass wig and then I'm not going to have to do my hair. I can throw that puppy on. Exactly. Uh, It's going to look perfect. It's going to look the same every time. My hair won't be damaged. Like, I mean, I honestly, I thought it was like the greatest idea. So then when I heard you say, oh, you're Katie Hamilton's and her terrible wig, I'm like, no, girl, that's just my hair. That's that, just my okay. real hair. And but I, I want wigs. Wigs are not a bad thing. Wigs are not no, a bad no, thing at all. The anymore. housewives are like rocking the wigs so and, hardcore and they look amazing. Gashians have them. Yeah. And they look fabulous. Like, I mean, honestly, I mean, I would have to get like a very expensive wig, I'm sure, because it would have to be amazing. And I have never worn a wig, so I don't even. You know, I don't really even know how to properly uh, put that on, but I can learn it. You could do a YouTube video. Yeah. So if anybody out there that's listening, uh, you know, has some great recommendations, feel free, you know, DM me on Instagram because I'm open. Yeah, I would take the I would take the recommendations, too, because as I was saying before, and I always say I have the worst hair. I mean, when I see the housewives come out with all these different looks, I'm like. At first, I used to think this was actually their hair, you know, like minus extensions and everything. And then, of course, we all got wise to that, you know, years ago. And extensions are a miracle for us, you know, that those of us who can, like, thicken our hair, who have really thin hair, that's my problem. But now it's all transferred to wigs. And the wigs look like hair. They didn't used to. Yeah, so one thing about, you know, the show is once you, like, how you start your hair 
or, you know, you have to keep it like that the entire season, yes, you know, you, do. Be, you know, continuity. So, um, uh, and my hair right now is very long, uh, and it's just, you know, it's just worn out. So I'm like, I get we it. Ju- you know, we're, we just wrapped filming. So I'm like, so excited to just change it up. You know what I mean? Like there's, I do. There's a lot of, uh, I've been exploring a lot of options. So, you know, I, I do like variety and for whatever reason, you know, I mean, like, like Dorit and Beverly Hills. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she loves now, variety. Listen, homegirl has a lot of range. She is so impressive to me <laughs> with what the, all of the looks that she can pull off. I don't know if I would be able to go like if I'd have that much range, but I give mad props to her because I just think she is fabulous with her, her style. She has a ton of different looks. She has more looks now than Erica Jane. And that's saying yeah, something. Now she's another one that her hair is fabulous too. She, I was watching uh, some of that show, uh, Beverly Hills on an airplane last night, trying to catch up on the season. Yeah. And her glam team came in and you know, they had all of her hair on the, on the clothing rack, you know, just, all this different hair. I was like, you know, that's, that's pretty glorious. It's bundles and bundles. I know. Right. Seriously. You know what? Speaking of housewives, can we do a quick uh, dive into your experience being cast on the housewives? You were originally supposed to be on season 10 of real housewives of orange County when you were living there with your then husband, Josh. And Mm -hmm. you talk about it briefly in marrying millions, how around, what was it? 2015, was that the year yes. it was going? Okay. Yes. You know, his demons, addiction, things like that, which I, I actually talk about quite a bit on my podcast because um, I have family experience with that. They just oh, became wow. too much and it, you, you guys ultimately divorced. Now, is that the reason why you just couldn't be on the season when it came down to it? It was just too much. So, no, no. So let me, okay. give, you the, let me give you this the scoop here. I would love to hear um, it. Thank you. Uh, so Heather Dubrow was moving in next to me, um, and I went to her groundbreaking. Yes, it was a hoedown, and that's I remember actually seeing how, you. Yeah, that's how they found. That's how they found me. So about eight months later, they called me and said, "You know, we want to talk to you about the show." Da, 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 da. I was not interested, but I did tell my husband, and I said he he was like, "No, you got to talk to him." I was like, "Really?" And he was like, "Yes, you have to talk to him." Well, he actually was the driving factor in me saying yes ultimately to the show really so we started filming in december which is which is pretty early you know i don't think the housewives usually at orange county didn't start until january we start filming in december and i filmed like through april and i'm talking about logging serious hours um and i i had an amazing experience on that show the producers were phenomenal the the wives the friendships i made it was it was amazing and i'm so thankful for being able to form those friendships because unbeknownst to me in the you know starting really in february um you know crap with the fan and those ladies really you know were were there for me even though i moved back to texas to try to salvage my marriage um ultimately why I decided to resign and why and and really why they you know allowed me to with such compassion was because you know Josh moved back to Texas and the divorce was filed there and I felt like if I stayed in Orange County and continued with the show 
then I, you know, I knew I would not be able to try to do every single thing I could to keep my marriage together. And, and as, you know, as frustrated as I was with Josh, you know, the night I found out that he had relapsed. Now I found out later he had been just drinking it up, um, for like well over a month, actually like six weeks. Um, but he had relapsed with cocaine, Mm -hmm. uh, this particular night. And I like had been driving around looking for him and I just was like, Oh my gosh, I just don't, I don't, I don't ever want to do this again. You know, but shortly thereafter, I was like, no, Katie, you've been there so much. Like, your kids deserve better. You've seen there there is good in him. You know, like, I just didn't want to wake up when I was 80 and wonder, like, did I give this marriage everything I had? So I, right. I you know, chose to move back to Dallas. And, and ultimately, you know, because there are we filmed so much as a family we filmed i mean josh was on the show a ton my kids would have been on the show a ton um you know heather and i i mean i just we, my mother was on the show i mean we we really did film a lot but you know not being able to finish it out and like talk about all of that what went on you know they had they you know they let me out of my contract and you know uh, ended up making Megan like a full-time cast member. That's right. It was this, it was the year of Megan King Edmonds being added. Yes. Now, how yes. did, how did they, how did they just scrap all your footage? I mean, if you filmed that long, you're a part of some major scenes. Major, uh, major. I mean, honestly, like I remember that? sitting, I, you know, thankfully there ended up being a lot of drama with you know, Vicky's ex Brooks. at the time yes. and the books, yeah, and the whole cancer mm-hmm. gate scheme. That and, was your you season. Know. Oh my gosh, yes. Katie. Wow. So I'm, honestly, you know, season 10 was a big deal because they're the, oh, they were the original Housewives yeah. cast. They were the first one to make it to 10 years. It was a big deal. And so, you know, you know, Heather kind of went back and forth on whether or not she was going to come back. And then she was like, you know, okay, well, if you're going to do it, Katie, she, she was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I was like, well, I was like, Heather, if I'm doing it, you got to do it. Like (laughs) we're doing it. If if I am, you are, you know? And, um, so, you know, I, and then ultimately, obviously my did the footage, it, it ended up on the editing room floor, which there was so much like content. And I mean, not like not stuff that they had to throw away because it sucked. I'm talking about like there was some juicy, like like mate like television worthy things. But also, what I would have loved to have been able to show was the dynamics of my family because there was zero warning signs with Josh. I mean, you know he. Wow. You know, I didn't know until that night that he relapsed on cocaine. He was like writing me love letters. He, you know, he took me to Bora Bora for our 10th anniversary, which was our, our first honeymoon. You know, he didn't, I didn't have a wedding. Um, and we really, we didn't have a honeymoon. So I waited 10 years for that. And I mean, it was, it was fabulous. Like he sat on our, our, we sat on our couch literally just a few days before the whole relapse happened the cocaine relapse happened and he was telling our business managers that have known us for 20 years you know he's like you know I'm just so in love with my wife and she's he said he told he told my mom that same weekend 
I never want to hurt Katie again. I know I've put her through so much. So like to say that I was blindsided right. is like the understatement of a lifetime. And I felt so badly for feeling like I was letting down this network that believed in me, you know, and these everyone that took their time and, you know, efforts to put, you know, to spend so much time with my family. That's putting a lot of trust in me and in Josh and, in, you know, us following through. Yeah. So and I read was, that your dad was the one who originally introduced you. Well, he's he's the reason I think. So I met Josh in high school. Uh, I was not, I was not into him in high school because he was such a very straight laced, well-behaved boy. I mean, if you can imagine that, and he was very into baseball and I was just having fun in high school. (laughs) I was not into baseball. I thought that was like, like the, you know, like the worst sport, (laughs) which I will say I fell in love with that sport and I still love it. But um, a few years after high school, he came to my house and he had just grown up and filled out and and he was funny. And I was like, well, how did I miss him? Well, he um, he my dad was a home builder and a land developer. And Josh and I talked for a little bit a year and a half prior to what I'm about to say. Um, But, you know, we kind of just like lost touch. I wasn't really interested uh, anymore. Well, he came to my, my parents' house and I was selling real estate at the time. And for the first time ever, I was working at a neighborhood that my dad had developed. Um, the real estate company that I worked for had that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I was on site there, you know, selling new construction and he was there like sweeping out houses and, you know, coming in my sales office, like to get water and asked me if I want a massage and long story short, you know, he was sober during that time. We got together and we got married four months later. Yeah. Um, And I had no idea that there had been serious drug issues at all. Two months after we were married, I found out I was pregnant and he relapsed upon my wedding rings that night. And that was my introduction into the world of addiction. Oh, wow, Katie, that is rough. It, it was it was rough, but I'll tell you, I mean, as for me, we went through so many things during our marriage and had so many highs and so many lows and had overcome such a tremendous amount that for the divorce to happen the way it did, which I, I've never really elaborated on with anyone because there's just not enough time. I, one day, I, I'm sure I will. Yeah. Um, was the most unfortunate unnecessary heartbreaking situation I could have I couldn't have ever dreamed it and if it didn't happen to me I say this all the time like I would not believe it right um because it was that wild but regarding the housewives I had the most amazing experience to to have been a housewife that was not a housewife you know what I mean yeah like, well you were it just wasn't I, shown I was, you right. know you really um, you were cast as a full-time housewife I remember when all of us were writing articles and stuff about that and you know what happened and where'd she go and then Megan came on the scene and yeah it was a crazy season so I wonder if that was a gift that you know it didn't show that part of that that moment in your life though you know looking back um, do you think so you know, or would I, you prefer I, it had been shown I, I will tell you Josh said he did not want that footage aired. And, yeah. and he said this exact thing. He said, 
people are going to see that you, and this is, this is his words. I'm not, I didn't say this about myself. He said, you're going to look like the angel, obviously that you are. He said, and I'm going to look like an Mm -hmm. asshole. And I said, well, you know, I said, we were, I said, Josh, like I, I was myself on that show. I'm myself all the time. You know, like there's no, there is no two different Katie's like what you see is what you get. I don't have time for any type of, you know, all, you know, fake persona. I'm just li- genuine and authentic because yeah. I, that's what I, that's the only thing I have energy for. Yeah. And I said, you know, if, I said, Josh, if you believe that that's what's going to come out, then, you know, that's probably what went on. He's like, no, I'm not going to look, I'm, I'm not going to let myself look bad. I was like, well, um, I think maybe you've already done that a lot during our marriage. I mean, there's been some wild stuff out there on the media. It's a major league baseball player. He's out there. He's not some, you know, accountant who's flying under the radar. Yeah, like literally. Yeah. I mean, you you know, there was like a whole article that came out about him doing it with that woman in the bathroom stall that was videotaped. I mean, that was just one of like many things that I and listen I mean when I choose to forgive I mean it is like a thousand percent a done deal yeah um and you know there were times where I was like I don't think I can keep doing this and I mean I felt like that that night of the relapse in Orange County but you know God always brought me back to a place of yeah you can forgive you can extend grace I'm going to give you the strength to do it and he did and I'm just so thankful I offered reconciliation up until the very last day, like up until our divorce was rendered on August 25th. And I'm just so thankful that God gave me the strength to do that because I can look at my kids and I can look in the mirror and know that I never quit. I never gave up. Even at times when I wanted to, I saw it all the way through and I know I gave it everything I had. So I don't have any regrets in that. That's in great. that regard. So yeah. I mean, that's important. That's important. It's, you know. it's been a gift because divorce is very difficult, or at least mine was. And it's hard raising kids when they have to go back and forth with two people, you know, yes, two different it is. houses. And, um, and you actually mentioned on Marrying Millions, if we were to fast forward to that, that it took you sure. about four years, you know, so from 2015 to th- 2019 to even think about dating again. Yeah. I mean, I like literally, I went on maybe two dates and I mean, they were like short dates, like dinner and okay, got to go. I just wasn't, I was not ready. Mm -hmm. I, and, and what's really interesting and I haven't shared this with anybody yet. So this is a, this is a just for you nugget. I, my, my, listen, my dad passed away November 1st. Oh, I'm sorry. And, um, when I was at his funeral and that like the weeks leading up to his death, I told my mom, I said, you know what, mom, I think I'm not going to date until Stella graduates. So, you know, she'll be eight in September. So I have like 10 more years. So I'll be like, I'll be 30. I just turned 38. Yeah. Um, I'll be 48, you know? And she said, she's like, you know, I get that. I said, you know, I just can't imagine finding somebody that's gonna, you know, like be good with everything I have going on. I'm already split in so many different, you know, directions with me 
dividing my time with myself and my four children and all the stuff they have going on. Like, I don't know that I could do a relationship well. I said, so I think I should just not, you know, I said, I think I'm just going to not going to date and I'm good with that. And then 10 days later, I met Colton. It actually happened to be Josh and I's anniversary date, November 10th. Uh, I met him. We we were out at a restaurant. He and I sat together. um, And, you know, my, my daughter was there, but she and Colton didn't really get to know each other until the weeks that followed this this night. I mean, they did form a friendship, but it was in the weeks that followed. Okay. Uh, I'm glad you're explaining that, Col- that. I didn't know if yes. they were like real good friends before and that was very no. strange. I mean, it's obviously that? That it's strange. so whack. Yeah. I was like, this is making me sound like a freaking <laughs> lunatic. I was so not happy, you know, but you, you know, you know what you're signing up for. You don't have any control over that. And you do. Course, it's reality you, television. Right. right. But, you know, I can't get on the mic while it's airing saying, hang on, hang on, hang on. You know, this is not what went down. Right. Um, but they did form a friendship. But Colton got my attention that night um, because he was drinking water. And, you know, we just talked about my experience with addiction. Um, I obviously I, you know, whenever I would say when, if I ever do date, I'm going to look for somebody with incredible character it's kind that is like has just such a good heart that's so sweet because that was something I unfortunately I I do feel like I'm that was parts of that were missing in my you know in my marriage I'm not trying to dog my ex sure. by any means I would never want to do that but that's something I'm going to look for in a, in a new relationship I want you know kindness and all of that so he was drinking water and I was fascinated by that. I said, so like, are you the DD? Are you sober? Like, what's your story? Cause I thought he was like 28, you know, he, he looked older to me. Yeah. He, I think he looks older in person than he does on the show. Um, but anyway, he said, no, I was, uh, actually I've never drank a drop of alcohol in my life. I've never done a drug. I've never smoked cigarettes. He said I was adopted um, he said, and I remember my, he said, my birth mother was an addict and I remember a lot of that time in my life, even though I was very young, he said, and I just don't ever want, he said, I'm just never going to chance it. And I, I was one so impressed by this guy, like being able to make such a strong stance. Um, I was also impressed that he was so, uh, just open with me you know like we were strangers like you know a lot of that group that was there like a lot of us didn't know each other you know I mean it was like friends of like certain people knew each other but it was like 15 people right and he was becoming out. he was being vulnerable right away yes right out of yes. the yes interesting so that got my attention. and he actually talks about that on this week's show this this episode yes. will come out right before marrying millions is showing uh next it's on wednesday nights at 10 p.m eastern standard time on lifetime you guys and it's by sharp production the sh- the company that brings us all of the shows we love 90 day fiance love after lockup and colton this past week though started sharing more about his family and the painful memories and how he feels so lucky he and his sister were adopted by these wonderful people who you met actually this last week on the episode uh, in real time. That was the first time I had ever laid eyes on them. Okay. So that was the first time I had ever laid eyes on his parents. Um, You know, of course I had an issue with Colton telling his mother 
that he was my assistant. Like, what? Why? I, I asked him straight up. I'm like, why? Why, Colton? Why would you do that? Like, okay, but I was wondering about that. Like, if he came up with that on his own, because that was like, oh God, that sets it sets everybody up for more weirdness. Yes, he did. Yeah. And okay. I can tell you the only reason that I feel like he went with that story is because I had an assistant that he really didn't like. And, you know, she ended up, I mean, I wasn't in the room. I'm not really sure if he fired her thinking like that was his place to do, or if he made her feel like she needed to quit. But I, I, I said, like, what did you say to Christine? And he was like, well, I said such and such. I said, well, that's not going to go over well. Like, I know, I, I knew her, obviously. I knew she's sensitive. I said, I said, she's going to quit. Like, or maybe she thinks you fired her. So I guess he thought maybe he was going to try to fill that role until he found, until I found somebody else. But, but no, I, I, he wasn't going to fill that role. Like, that's not, no, no, I, no. <laughs> Um, but that's what he so, told his parents. And then his so pa- then he goes and told his, oh. tells his parents, he said, yeah, well, I'm kind of working for Katie. He said, she, oh God, this is, this is, is not even on the show, but he said, I told them, um, you gave me a hundred dollars to take the kids to school. I said, Colton. Oh no. I said, what? I said, first of all, I'm not an idiot. I'm not paying anybody a hundred dollars to take my kids to school. Right. Second of all. Uh, your mom's going to think I'm an idiot, you know, like, and why, like, what? No, just, uh, no, uh-uh. I said, this is bad. I said, you've got to tell them you don't work for me. You're, you're never going to work for me. And, you know, you either tell them that we have a relationship when you're ready or, or just don't talk about us, you know, like, right. but, but don't do what you're doing. Cause that's, that is, you know, as a parent, like one, you don't want your kids lying to you Two, like I'm older. Obviously I know better, you know, so right. it reflects very badly on me and the situation I didn't think was, you know, going to be a cakewalk anyway. So why are we doing anything to make it more difficult? Right. Why would you so make it I'm, more difficult by, by acting like your boss is kind of hitting on you? It's so you're not oh, his boss. Look. Right. So it's like, oh, my God, Colton. And his, so there, his mother you know, was upset about the lying because she was like, I don't want you to feel like you can't share things with me. Yes. I mean, his parents. That was sad. Especially his mom. She does. She wants to be in involved in his life. And and. There's nothing he can do. Now, Colton doesn't understand this because he, he is not a parent. And the love of a parent is so vastly different, I feel like, than other kinds of love. You I know, agree. there's a layer in your heart that literally gets unlocked when you give birth. I mean, at least that's how it was for me. And there's yep, me nothing too. that my there's nothing that my kids could do that would ever make me not love them. Now, granted, there's things that they can do that upset me or they need to be disciplined okay that's not gonna fly but um but the love aspect that's that is never going anywhere and I told Colton that I said you know your mom wants to be involved in your life she is like there's nothing I said she chose you Colton your mother wanted you like she willingly like chose you and your sister and has dedicated her life to raise you like like that woman loves 
the crap out of you more than you could ever fathom. I said, she wants to be involved in your life. I said, you're, you're hurting, you're going to hurt her so much more by lying to her and, and leaving her out than you ever could by dating somebody that she potentially may not like or agree with, you know? Um, right. Exactly. That's a parent. That's like the mindset of of a mom. And, you know, there's things that I do relate with Colton's mother on. I was going to ask you that. Like, do you relate Mm -hmm. to her because you're, you have more of her experience having your own kids and older kids too. Yes. There's definitely things that I do. One thing Colton's parents like did have, they raised him watching all the movies that I grew up watching. So Colton and I like, connect on a lot of stuff that Julia is like so out of the loop on oh, okay. um, but having said that like back to the to the real question um I it's been very beneficial for Colton I think and for his mom I, I don't know that she knows that yet but um because he would talk to me about something with his mom and I would, would I'm able to give him a different perspective I'm like okay but now let's look at this from your mom's point of view you're looking at it from your point of view because you're the kid but like let's think about like I said if if one of my kids said this to me this is how I would think and then he actually understands it in a different way and I think that it has helped their relationship and how they communicate not that it not that their relationship was bad by any means but it has been very beneficial for him to be able to see things uh in a different light in a different context that he wouldn't be able to see probably until he had his own kids. Um, right. Exactly. You know, He's too young to understand that as an experience because he hasn't right. had it. Now, I mean, when as, it comes to as, you and the parents though, do you have a relationship with them or are you kind of just like put, do you have boundaries? Like it's just too strange. Oh, you know, what I, do you do? Oh, I, I love his parents. Love. I, I, I mean, I liked them both immediately. I knew I was going to like, just really like get along with his dad like his dad's so funny to me he's a man of few words but when he talks it is significant he's like surprisingly funny um his mom is a straight shooter which I love because I'm that way I know she really like you know I know she's such a great mom so I respect that like they are they're just like two of the greatest people like salt of the earth you know I know she had some some tough well what she felt like were tough questions for me um she definitely brought up things that never would have occurred to me that anybody would think um you know the one of the things she said was you know you could hang out with anybody you know why choose colton like it it would never occur to me that i could quote hang out with anybody yeah. i wanted you know like i i mean that's not something that crosses my mind um you know i I know she had some reservations that maybe I was like using him, which I was confused by. Um, right. She said, is he just a boy toy to you? Oh, oh my word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, I, I mean, honestly, I was like, she did not just say that. What? I mean, I was like a deer in the headlights. I literally almost lost it because she's pretty conservative. So that's the last thing I thought was coming out of her mouth. Yeah. And I was like, just, I mean, I, I, I was just like, so caught off guard. I was like, no, 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 no. I know I mean, you were, but, you stay very calm during and centered yeah. during that dinner. I was like, well, uh, this is going okay. Considering she's being asked if she's using him just for sex, basically. <laughs> oh 
gosh, yes, no, that was so not the case. But you know what? But at the same time, I loved that she, you know, had the balls to ask me the stuff that she wanted to ask me. I told Colton, I said, if your mom doesn't have questions for me, I'll think that's strange. You know, like it would be weird if your parents didn't have questions because it is an unconventional relationship. And on paper, it does not make sense. Right. And the show is called Marrying Millions. And so the money aspect comes into it. And of course, you know, it's the age difference, though, that's been focused on with you guys. And there's an age difference between like Bill and Brianna, for instance, on the show. I mean, much wider age gap. But nobody's really years and 40 years. Yes, Drew and Rosie have an age gap, too. You're right. And they haven't made as much of it. So here's here's what I think the difference is. One, um, okay, well, let me just say, I didn't know the name of the show until, like, a month before it came on. Really? No. I mean, and trust me, I asked, like, every day, what's the name? What's the name? What's the name? What's the name? You know what I mean? Because, like, I just, you know. So when I was very first approached by – you know, the, the studio to, they, you know, they slid into my DMs, asked me, they said, hey, we're casting for the show. It's about people, you know, in different phases of life with, you know, obviously financial uh, aspect is going to be, uh, you know, the, the financial differential or whatever is going to be a component. Cause, but to me, that made sense because if typically if you're in a different phase of life, they're, is a high chance that there's going to be some difference in your finances. That's just, you know, you're older, you've got more time to save, make investments, um, you know, work a job, whatever. So, uh, I, but I had just started seeing Colton like a month before and it was for me way too soon to bring that up. Um, but they reached back out to me a few months later and said, Hey, like, we just want to follow up, you know, see if you're not interested, do you know anyone that is, and I kind of just like off the cuff to Colton, I was like, hey, you want to do this reality show with me? And I I said, you know, I think it's about people like in different phases of life. I said, obviously us, like I've got four kids, you know, you have no kids. I'm old, you're young. Um, and I said, you know, I, there's a, a financial aspect to it. But I didn't, but, you know, when we went through the casting process, every time they would ask me something about money, I just... I mean, I wasn't like really giving them a whole lot to go on uh, because I don't like I just there's a part of it that's a little obnoxious to me right. to talk about in, in life in general to just like be talking about your finances because I've had enough life experience to know that like money does not make you who you are and it's a tool you can use it to bless people. You know, there's a lot of good that you can do with it. But if that's where you're putting your value and your worth, you're you're putting it in the wrong place because that's not that that isn't you're not taking it with you when you leave this earth yeah i appreciate Um, you saying that i don't think you're coming across as one of the like you know how there's some typecasting going on and it's they're not really focusing on you throwing money around or like trying to spend money on colton it's they're really focusing on the age thing which again i find interesting because there's much wider age gaps in some of the the other other, relationships the other part to that equation um which is point number two on the woman that's older, the other, you know, everybody has an age difference in that show. Three of them are substantial. Two of them are bigger than ours. And, but I'm the only woman that's older. And so there are just double standards across the board. You know what though? I have to say, I mean, I definitely don't 
think I'm a cougar in real, like really, because I think that I would have to exhibit that behavior in more than one relationship. This is the first time I've ever dated somebody that's, you know, obviously that young. I didn't know he was that young until a few weeks after we started hanging out. And then I was like, well, we're definitely not dating. I was like, we can just shut, shut this down right, right now. And Colton challenged me. He was like, well, wh like, why is that such a big deal to you? He said, I've never backed down from a challenge. He's like, you don't, don't really seem like you shy away from challenges either. I was like, yeah, but, you know, it just seems like it's it's just going to be difficult. And he's like, well, we don't know until we try. You know, I mean, he wasn't taking no for an answer. Um, right. But anyway. And, well, you I, take it to the reality t TV level, and, of course, they're going to show you in the most dramatic possible oh. fashion him undressing by the pool it's like it's, oh. uh, you know this is but that but that's the kind of the game too you know from it filming is. housewives it's just it, absolutely it what people tune in for like oh my gosh we, it's like you want to talk about all the goofiness whether or not it's real you know right. so yes. how's he I reacting mean, to that like how are you how are your kids are you guys all just like rolling with it um yes okay you know i mean absolutely you know you gotta roll with the punches now i had years of experience of media uh yes, you did. shenanigans being married to josh and i've heard everything under the sun you know the good the bad the ugly everything you know so i've i've been like highly conditioned to it um and so i've got some really thick skin you know colton on the other hand he he this is his first go round and um, I have told him, I'm like, listen, Colton, I learned some lessons the very hard way with media and with responding to people. Um, you know, they're like, sometimes I respond like, I mean, I responded to you, but like, I wanted, like, I mean, I, I wanted to, but I wasn't like trying to be a brat at all. No, at I know. All, I appreciate you know? it. And, and, you know, like, I feel like you really don't get to the opportunity for people to get to know you if you can't handle somebody you know saying something and then like not being willing to you know chat about it yeah but I agree. A, there is definitely a time and a place to do it and there is a way to do it and I learned a lot of that the hard way and I don't want Colton to do to make the same mistakes that I made in my 20s with media um so it's and, and I certainly don't want to be having to like relive bad experiences because of his inexperience so I've really encouraged him I'm like I'm I'm so not trying to boss you around but I would really appreciate if you would please just like at least think about taking my advice when it comes to what people say on the internet social you know? media and yes yeah mm -hmm. because it you know you can you can there's social media can do a lot of great things but it can also do a lot of damage you know yeah. what i mean it yes. can do like you got to be careful wise and know that you know like these people don't know you i mean there's people that on there every day that say i look like i'm a uh, hundred years old and when i meet people in real life they're like oh my god you like especially men like i mean like not one man i've ever met that knows my daughter has like when they find out i'm her mom they just like lose their minds they're like you look like you're 25 you know i don't look that young on the show but you know it is what it is whatever i don't care i i mean i'm not 25 so 
that's okay. Same girl. Um, I know. And you know, it, for the shows, for the purpose of the show, it's like, you just do what you can do. You put it out there, you know, it's going to be, you know, for drama purposes. And then how you react to it is really all you have control over now. So I think that's good advice for him, yeah, you, for all reality the, yes, stars, really. We're, we are at the mercy of the editing room, you know, and that, and when you sign up for that, you know that, but one more thing about, um, the, the show and why they're focused on, you know, the first week of filming, I, I, I got the gist that the show has a huge financial money driven oh, aspect. Okay. And I, I mean, I about had a nervous breakdown. You know, I mean, I really did. I was like, oh, no, no. I was like, I am not your girl. You got the wrong one. Like, just like, you know, I, I was like, so, you know, I do, you know, the first, of course, there's some stuff that I said that, you know, you could find on the Internet. You know what I mean? But um, and in the beginning, you know, I do think that it, there's some of that, you know, materialistic stuff. But I I hope as the show goes on that our true colors continue to come out because I, I mean, Colton is, is a great guy. I, you know, I would love for people to get to know him for who he is. And I, you know, since my younger kids aren't on the show, people don't get to see me as a complete mom. They just see my relationship with Julia, which at that, at that time, you know, when she's like, Oh, she's dating my, my best friend. And, you know, all that drama, you know, what people don't see is this was the first relationship I'd had since the divorce. That was four years. She had just broken up with her boyfriend of four years a few weeks before. She was, you know, dealing with a lot of heartbreak with, with that situation itself. A lot of confusion with me dating in general. And she was moving, you know, she had moved to Miami to model. It was the first time she'd not lived with me. So there was, and my father had just died. There were so many life changes happening all at once that she just kind of directed her anger and emotional stuff onto the fact that I was, quote, dating her friend. And, you know, the second episode, you know, you see a little bit more of our relationship and, you know, I, Hopefully throughout the season, you'll see, you know, I hope, I don't know, but I hope that you see kind of like the family dynamics as they normally would be. Um, but I will tell you now, there is a lot of drama. I was going to ask that. Are we going to see a lot of drama yeah. from you guys or yes. is it going to be? Okay. All right. Uh, it's, it's, it's honestly, it's very surprising drama. I did not expect it. I was very upset about it sad about it Aww. pissed frustrated but just mostly shocked so yes yeah there is there's drama it's on the way so stay tuned uh, we will stay tuned you guys again it's lifetime tv wednesday nights 10 o'clock eastern standard time and it's from the producers that brought us 90 day fiance and love after lockup and so far it's following couples who all have different stories but all of them are compelling and katie's and colton's definitely is and i'm i'm sorry there's drama coming up for you but as a reality tv hey. lover i'm excited for it too soak, so. soak it up sister okay. it is on the way oh my gosh <laughs> katie tell people where they can find you um my insta is katie hamilton 32 my twitter also is katie hamilton 32 but i am definitely uh 
far more of a of an Insta than a Twitter, but you know, you can follow me on both. All right, we'll do it. Thank you, girl. All right. Thank you. Great talking with you. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows, and this is one we think you're going to love. Hey, Vanessa. Hi, Casper. Do you happen to like the Harry Potter books? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Me too. That's why we started a podcast called Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, where we read the whole series chapter by chapter. That's right. And we've just started book seven, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. If you've spent your whole adult life missing English class and you love Harry Potter, then this is the podcast for you. Listen on your favorite podcast app today. ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.